You are listening to the Therefore I Geek podcast, episode 42. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Therefore I Geek. I'm Andrew. And I'm Tracy. And today we're going to be talking about uh, comic book movies, but not the comic book movies you would tend to think of. We're thinking more along the lines of um, some of the lesser notes of the more independent stuff, the stuff based off of Image or, or Vertigo, or some of the Marvel DC stuff that's not necessarily, you know, they're, they're normal. it's not Superman, it's not Batman, it's not the Avengers, it's not that kind of stuff. It's kind of everything else. Day to day heroes, if you will. Well, it's not even just heroes, but it's just other things that are based off of comics. I've got a few in mind uh, that aren't at all superhero based, but they're just they're comic book based movies, and they're they're interesting. I think. I think for, first we can we can kind of knock out the the remaining superhero ones, and uh, right before we started here, Tracy and I were talking uh, about Blade, which was. Is, is Blade, Blade in the comics is actually Marvel Universe. I did not know that, by the way. Um, I, I, yeah, <laughs> that's new to me. Uh, I mean, it's not like a huge part of the Marvel Universe. I want to say Blade came around in the 1970s. It might have been 80s, but I think it was 70s. I mean, same general premise, Vampire Hunter. Does um, he interact with anybody else? I mean, who? Maybe yeah, the there was um no, actually, it was an X Men series. It was it was like a, 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 a X Men event called Curse of the Mutants. I think it was three years ago, maybe. And then there was a side, a, like a like a mini series that involved um, Blade and I think Storm. Together. Uh, I mean. Or was there just sexual tension or whatever? I mean, yeah, there's, there's, you know, listen, listening to uh, Rachel and Miles explain the X Men, there's a lot of sexual tension with 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 Storm <laughs> all over the place, including with Dracula. What? Yeah, Dracula had a had a thing for Storm. Wow, but who doesn't really? I mean, the woman controls the climate. Uh, when it's not played by Halle Berry, I'm good. <laughs> Halle Berry Storm does nothing for me. But so so we're going to Blade. Obviously, there's three Blade movies, and you know up until up until Iron Man, they were they were probably Marvel's biggest uh, biggest hits. Uh, Spider Man did okay. Spider the first Spider Man did, did did well enough. Um, they did. And Fox has had Fantastic Four, right? They had the original ones. Yeah, but that didn't do right. But as, as good as yeah. much as as much as the the first ones, the first two were were okay. I didn't. I didn't mind them. I didn't hate them nearly as much as a lot of people did. Uh, and as poor I, as the first one, I mean, they really, I was really, they really have not been. Yeah, I was one of the first. That was one of the first superhero movies I ever saw, and I actually really liked it. At the time, I mean, watching it now, I'm like, eh, okay, I could take it or leave it. But at the time, I really enjoyed it. But there wasn't a whole lot back then. No, and, and, and yeah. that's what kind of what you're talking about now with Blade. Like, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot. So, something, something else fun to think about if people have time, and I'll see if I can put it in the show notes is. Checking out uh, Rolling Stone's review of the latest Fantastic Four film, I've never read a review quite like that, and it is both spectacular and probably the most insulting thing I've ever read in my life. 
I, I think you actually uh, sent me the link to that back I'm, when it I'm first came out. Sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. I did uh, because the phrase uh, like an old whore was used at one point. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, just, just the turns of, I mean, it's, it's a vile review, but the turns of phrase are just spectacular. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, it's about time something sounded somewhat fantastic from Rolling Stone recently. But yeah, I mean, the Blade movies are okay. Well, I, I had not seen them at all. I've, I've been catching up and um, reinforcing some of my geek cred recently. So as most of you know, I, I just graduated from college actually like a month and a half ago at this point. I mean, officially, yeah. Officially, yeah. I've been kind of done for a little while. But now that things are slow, I, I always forget how long transition periods take. You think, oh, a couple weeks, I'll be back to normal. No, 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 no. Um, I've got a whole new normal to get used to. and um, But one of the fun things has been catching up on. A, I fin- finally finished the Daredevil first season. Um, fantastic show. I finished. I, I watched Blade. I watched Blade Runner. I watched. Oh, man. I, I just. I've been binging. I've been in Netflix and HBO Go and getting stuff from Redbox and going to the movies. And I mean, literally anything I can get my hands on right now. I'm just so thirsty for entertainment. Because <laughs> I've been so. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my international conflict ideas but you know right it's a little monolithic after a while right. yeah i said i mean the movies are okay um oh i f- but i'm sorry i was gonna say i fell asleep in the middle of it though yeah i mean they're not spectacular the effects in the first one are, and the second one the all the blood effects are kind of rough mm-hmm. they were they were kind of cheaply done uh cgi it was a very 90s black trench coat, tall black boots, sort of a, you know, blowing Matrix in. X yeah, a little esque. bit. It looked a lot like Angel from Buffy. It looked a lot like Underworld. Like there there was very much an aesthetic for that type of movie back then. And I always liked it. I mean, I grew up in the 90s. So that was that was kind of my, my aesthetic as well. Um, not that I was ever, I never tried to look like a vampire, but I always admired the look. Yeah, so yeah, he looked I mean, pretty and good. The, and the casting, Wesley Snipes, honestly, was not a bad casting decision. No, no. You know, in retrospect, Wesley Snipes has his own problems, and he's not a particularly good actor. But again, these were not particularly; these are not A-list movies. Yeah. So, and and you know, at the time, Marvel, even even during for Iron Man, Marvel was not hitting A-listers. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. was not an A-lister at the time yeah. he did Iron Man. He was just just getting back into things after. Mm-hmm. A long time drugs. out of the game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> drugs, drugs, other things. Yeah. yeah. Drugs, doing the horrible things for drugs. Yeah. Then you more know, drugs. I, mean, I, I don't know if you're the one that told me this, but you know Mel Gibson is the guy that helped him. Well, not single-handedly, I'm sure, but he credits with most of getting him out of that sort of gutter of his life. I was not the one who told you that, but I did know that. Yeah, he, he credits him with quite a bit of... Which is... Amazing, given Mel Gibson's current reputation. Well, yeah. Um. Anyway, so as, as a side note, I told you to watch. Did you have a chance to watch the the original Mad Max yet? Before uh, no, but we did go he, out and buy it before he was a raving so lunatic. I thought that Kurt had it in his stuff, and he thought I had it in my stuff, <laughs> and um. So we neither of us <laughs> had it. So we went, went and got the first one. We had the second one. Um. He had. So we went out and bought Mad Max, and we bought The Road Warrior. Right. So we're gonna watch those. So I've currently seen. Thunderdome. What? Thunderdome. Yeah, Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> Tina, Tina Turner. Yeah. Not, yeah. not good looking. No, she she looked pretty beat up at that point. Oh, 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 oh. oh that you, was You made <laughs> you made a, a horrible joke. <laughs> that was totally unintentional. 
Oh. For, for a moment, I thought it was. Then you started backpedaling. And, oof. Um, yeah, she, poor girl. I mean, she. Yeah, Ike she was nowhere had... to be found. <laughs> Ike might have been dead at that point, actually. <laughs> I'll look that up. That, 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 that may actually, that, that may find its way to the show notes. Whether or not Ike Turner was dead by the time Tina did uh, Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I saw that one. But the first one I Mad Max movie I'd ever seen was actually Fury Road. And, and, I, I, was, and I have actually not not gotten a chance to see that yet, but you can borrow my copy if you want. Um, but it, I was trying to keep my expectations to nothing because I wanted to know nothing about the film. Like the literally the only thing I knew about it was because I mean you can't get away from it. Was oh this movie is very female centric. I'd heard that from a lot of my friends, and I was just I was going way out of my way to like unfollow fe- people on Facebook that were talking about it too much, and I thought they were gonna spoil things. I was like, I've heard such great things about this movie. I really, I, I don't want it spoiled. And then I spent the first half of the movie trying to figure out what was going on. Yeah, I mean that's most of the Mad Max movies, though. Yeah, well, that, after I realized that that was kind of... Remember when I went to see Rocky Horror Picture Show with you? And I spent the first half trying to figure out what's <laughs> yeah, going see, on? See, no, see, the, the difference there is that Rocky Horror, there isn't a plot. I mean, they pretend there's one, but they're they're well aware there's no fucking plot. <laughs> well, I didn't know that uh, at the time. Right. Mad Max attempts to have a plot. There was a plot. Like an, there was like a plot. Like they, actually, was. they actually try. Um, speaking of which, Rocky is 40 years old. Yes, it is. Did you see the um, new cast photo? Tim, Tim Curry is the only one that looks fantastic in that. Fantastic, but weird looking. Yeah, well, he he's always been a little weird looking ever since his Clue days. Yeah, that's true. Um, but Susan Sarandon. Mm. Yeah, well, actually, Meatloaf didn't look too bad. No, Meatloaf didn't look too bad. That's especially because he's looked he's looked worse. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Why are we on Rocky Horror? I don't. I don't. I don't know. Was there a comic? No. Of Rocky Horror? No. Oh. Uh, well, here we are. That I might want to find. But yeah. There have been actually there have been Elvira comics. Um, just as a side note. Oh, really? Yeah, she had a, she had a, a small run of comics for a little while. Oh, that's kind of cool. I yeah. should check those out. Yeah. So so the, the, so there's Blade. Um, kind of the the other couple in the superhero genre I think of is uh, Kick Ass. Is one is another. Ooh, good one. Yeah. The first one was 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 pretty good. Although again, that was another one, that was one that didn't get a lot of critical it wasn't really critically well accepted it had um, a niche audience it kind of it became a, a small cult classic i wouldn't be surprised if it picks up steam eventually yeah the second one was you yeah, hit and miss the the girl chloe chloe grace uh mortez mm-hmm. she she's she's got a lot of steam a lot, lot going for her now and actually actually so does um the the, the guy that gave up with kick ass Aaron something. I'm trying to blank. Hmm, I'll look it up. It's the same guy who played Quicksilver in Age of, Age of Ultron. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with two last names. Hang on. I will find out. Yeah, he's had, he's had a couple things going for him. So, I mean, it, it certainly it certainly helped their careers. Didn't really help Nicolas Cage's career, but I'm not certain what will. I don't, I don't, yeah. know, if, I don't, I don't know if I've mentioned on the podcast, the dude and I had a theory that as part of his bankruptcy settlement, he he is not allowed to decline work. Because Nicolas Cage has done some really good movies. Yes, he and has. Then, and, he then, has. and then in the last number of years, he's done absolutely fucking awful movies. Aaron Taylor Johnson. There, thank you, Aaron Taylor Johnson. But but Nicolas Cage has done like, terrible movies. And we're trying to figure... like It's the only explanation we can think of. I, mean, I, I haven't looked 
I haven't looked for like a time correlation there, but that's the only thing I can think of is that, you know, like, like he went bankrupt and part of his settlement in order to, to pay off, pay off the settlement or whatever is that he can't turn down work. And then so because, he, because he can't turn left behind movie uh, or like a dozen others. He's done yeah. the magician's apprentice wicker oh. man. I forgot he was in that. Oh, movie. yeah. I mean, he's done some really, really awful shit. Oh, you know, wait, though. Nicolas Cage, this is like six degrees of comic book movies, takes us over to um, Ghost Rider. True. That actually, that is another good one. You know, I actually liked the first Ghost Rider. I did, too. It wasn't, like, spectacular, but I thought it was I thought it was fun. The effects in that were really nice. I like Much that. better than, like, Blade. Yes, yes. I agree. <laughs> Didn't see the second Ghost Rider... I did, but I was really drunk. I don't remember it. I don't know that you're missing anything. Probably not. <laughs> um, but the other, the other, the other one I was thinking of, in addition to Kickass, um, was and this. This is kind of the more the the adult superhero kind of stuff is Watchmen. Mm, Alan Moore. Right, which which is a a you know one of the defining graphic novels. It, it was. It made Times 100 best novel novels. List. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hundred best novels of the 20th century. Yes. Of the whole century, the whole thing. Right. Mind you, this is the same century that gave us Ulysses. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the one of the issues was, and and I think Kickass had this problem a little bit too. They tried to stick to the source material too closely. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there was there was a tendency for a little while to make comic book movies because basically they viewed the comic as just a storyboard. Here's the dialogue. Here's what we're yeah. gonna do, and that's it. It's roll. Yeah. yeah. And what works in the comic book medium does not necessarily work on film. And what works on yeah. film doesn't work in comics. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like to an extent, well, to an extent they do, but it's not a hundred percent cross genre. Well, and I have I have another great example that I think, and I'm going to get crucified for this, um, Snowpiercer. And, and I have not seen it. I have heard wonderful things about it. I, I won't spoil it for you at all. Right. But that was a movie that I watched, and I could literally see the individual floppy issues begin and end. And I went... You know, I have to look at that. I don't know that that was single issues ever. It was a French... Was it not? It, it's it French. felt like it. Well, it may be, it may have been broken into parts. Like, uh, I actually just gave Tracy the uh, graphic novel called Bowery Boys that I don't think was ever released as floppies, but it was broken into part one, part two, you know. Right, And it, right. Was, it was never released outside of the entire collect, collected edition. And I, I, I suspect Snowpiercer was the same way. Probably. But I don't know for a fact. But yeah, I wouldn't... It was a beautiful, it is a beautiful, beautiful movie. It is absolutely stunningly gorgeous. It is shot beautifully. I think you're going to love that aspect of it. Oh, good. Um, absolutely gorgeous movie. Interesting premise. Really well acted. Really well um, casted. It just suffers from the pacing Chris problem. Evans just... He so, kills so, everything so I, he does. I didn't even recognize him for the first half I of the movie. I didn't like him at first. I really didn't. As the original Johnny Storm? I, I think he did. I think he played that role well. I just didn't like him at the time. Like, I just. Yeah. Like, he did. I think he did. The, I think he got the character just fine. I just. I didn't like him. He has a very stereotypical look. 
Well, and then then he was in a movie called Sunshine, which is by far the most visually stunning movie I've ever seen. Like, and it's a great movie up until the last ten minutes. It, it, it's 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 it, no, it's a fantastic film. And then they take they take a bad turn in the last ten minutes, and I got angry. I actually walked out of the theater for a couple minutes. Wow! I was so so thrilled with the movie, and then when they when they took that turn, I got so pissed off. I left for about two minutes, and and then I and then I walked back in. I was a poor college student and realized, hey, you just spent like fifteen bucks to go see a movie in New York. <laughs> Sit your ass down and watch the next the last <laughs> ten fucking minutes of it. Um. But yeah, it was. It, and then from there, I saw my Captain America, and that was another one. People didn't like the first Captain America very much. I mean, I mean, it was a little slow. Uh, but Winter Soldier, I mean, has been, oh, been yeah. holy shit good. I can't believe you took so long to see it. I really can't. College man, you you also just didn't listen to me. You're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm like, well, no. the first one was slow, and he is a beautiful, beautiful but man. You know, I love. Chris I Evans, really, really liked the first. I one. know. First one and in he general, got the you, character. Yeah. Well, and in general, and uh, and this is a thing, guys. Like Andrew knows good stuff. Like if he really highly recommends a thing, it is good. Um, see, um, the first not not um. We just we just covered it. The first Ernest <laughs> Klein thing. Uh, uh, Ready Player One. Thank Ready, you. Yeah, Ready okay. Player One. Um, Captain America Two. Winter Soldier. I mean, in I, I could go on. There's like a whole list of them, and almost inevitably, if you tell me, no, 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 no seriously, this is really good. It is really good. And um, have you seen The Martian yet? I haven't. No, I know. I know. Well, I, I don't know if you could tell, but I've got like a head cold that was coming on yesterday. Um, so guys, I have water. I have alcohol. I have that, Ricola that, drops that's all the, lined up. That's what the phone sex voice is. <laughs> no, I, I, I have an ex who, anytime she got a head cold, she referred to it as her phone sex voice. Yes, it, it, it is. I wish I could keep this all the time. I really do. It, it's nice and kind of throaty, but husky. it only comes on when I'm feeling miserable. So Husky, if you will. Husky, yes, husky. A little bit, <laughs> a little bit gravelly. Anyways, um, so yeah, that's. I meant to go see it last night, and then I just was like, curled up on the couch watching the last of daredevil which i think was a, a decent trade-off not terrible I mean, it was, anyway. it's, it's worthwhile um yeah, so that's i mean that's kind of the, the superhero stuff there's, I mean, there's a couple other ones um there's a movie called super eight that I, I've, I've i've meant to see and have not seen with rain wilson yeah it's kind of like an idiot superhero or not superhero i can't quite tell have you seen birdman i have not seen that either um, and 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 neither, admittedly, neither of those are are strictly based on are based on comics, but they're, right. they're they're superhero. They're the movies. comic book genre. Yeah, I'm kind of moving outside of of the superhero stuff, and that, and this is where some of the some of the interesting stuff comes in. Um, there have been some good ones. I we mentioned Snowpiercer. Um, have you, have you seen Surrogates? I haven't seen Surrogates. No, you've mentioned it. The to movie me before, the movie though. was okay. Um, I actually much preferred the the um, the comic and there's actually there's two there's two surrogate trades out there there's there's, there's the 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 one the one that the movie actually covers and then there's like a like a prequel kind of origins thing that's not nearly as good but the the um, the comic is actually pretty good yeah I think Bruce Willis did a did a did a good job it's kind of fun seeing seeing Bruce Willis and then 
seeing young Bruce Willis because um, you know, the surrogate you know look, makes him look like he was oh. like he did about twenty years ago. He had, yeah. you know Bruce Willis with hair and think think like original Die Hard Bruce Willis. Nice, nice. Uh, and then you know he's got to leave the body, leave that body behind, and run around the world like he is now. And it's it's a really interesting uh, concept. If you if you've read. Um, have Lock. I read this book? I feel like I've read this book though. Oh, if people have read Lock In by John Scalzi, there's a lot of a lot of similar elements to that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's really good. Kingsman. No, I have not, and I hate to say it, I have not seen the movie, and I know I need to. I've also not read the comic, and I keep I, this the, is one I keep forgetting is is comic book based. It is comic book based. It is six issues. It's so it's that's it, um, and you can get them on ebay it's completely out of print right now um you can get it on ebay or amazon for a ridiculous sum um you can get the trades who who published it hmm i want to say i want to say image but i don't think that's right i we can look it up and put it in the show notes i'm not i'm not really sure it's called the secret service right it's not called kingsman um and and because of that fact i haven't been able to get my paws on it but i'm working on it i'm I'm looking for a, a better version um through my local comic book stores but um kingsman is one of my favorite movies that came out this year i have seen it three times wow um i will continue to be watching it i will probably watch it another two before the end of the year because it's just it really is that good um here's my thing and i know that i have a lot of geek friends that are horror movie fans um or b movie fans or whatever and they really like to see a lot of gore on screen they like to see like violence they like to see uh, other stuff and some people are just big fans of any type of movie that pushes the envelope or they're fans of geeky movies that push the envelope i'm not really that person i like some subtlety i like some nuance um i like to be romanced if you will with my movies i'm a girl what um I mean, I, I was thinking that, but uh, <laughs> in, in less polite terms. Yeah, well, um, that such is Andrew's dirty mind. Um, I don't have a dirty mind. I have a sexy, sexy imagination. <laughs> okay. I think I sent you that. I, I found <laughs> yes. a meme on, online that, that, that was, was like, I need, I need to keep that in mind. I don't have a dirty mind. I have a sexy imagination. Yes. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in there. Some, I think probably a blend of the two. The slightly disturbed, creeped out look I'm getting is is, is, <laughs> ju- is worth all of this. Um, now you made me lo- lose my train of, of thought. Where was I? We were talking about Kingsman. I, I wasn't listening. To, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were talking about Kingsman. Yes. Um. So the one of the things that I like about it is that it's not. This is this is not a PG rated movie, okay? This is definitely, um, it's got some blood, it's got some violence, it's it's very comic book feeling. It's adult, However, but it's not gratuitous. Exactly, exactly. It flirt in in a very very British way because of course you know I mean it's British actors and it's right. it's a British setting, um, but it, it it flirts with you. I will say that one of the funniest parts of that entire movie, um, I I the casting was spectacularly perfect. Um, but Samuel L. Jackson as the bad guy and his completely inconsistent lisp cracked me up over and over and over. Speaking speaking of Samuel L. Jackson and comic book movies, you're talking about one that was good. Do you ever see The Spirit? No, but I've been warned. Yeah, don't don't see it. But like Samuel L. Jackson as the as the the Nazi. I don't even know the Nazi villain. <laughs> Look, there's a scene where he's like a Nazi dentist. It's fucking weird. Didn't the Nazis not like black people? 
I'm sure that's beside the point. But <laughs> yeah, Samuel L. Jackson, a scene where he's like a Nazi dentist. It's it's so bizarre, and so it's it it was. I can't remember. I want to say it was. I want to say Zack Snyder did it actually. Um, really? Well, because Zack it, Snyder, it's got that same. Like Frank Miller was definitely involved with it because it's got that same Sin City. Oh yeah, the dripping black sort of. Yeah, Sin, yeah. Sin City yeah, yeah, yeah. three hundred feel to it, and it was right about that point. I thought. I thought. I thought Zack Snyder was involved. He, he may not have been, but Frank Miller was definitely involved, and it was just bad like painfully bad and Samuel L. Jackson's villain was just bizarre and ridiculous and somewhat disconcerting no Frank Miller was the director actually oh well that explains a lot and Robert Rodriguez was the producer yeah actually that explains quite a bit you know no I expect more out of Robert Rodriguez than that I expect a lot more out of that he's done some good work Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a very Frank Miller thing. I liked 300, speaking of comic book 300 movies. Was, that 300 was good. Um, I didn't like the second one so much. In fact, I've barely, the, I've kind of blocked it out of my mind. The second one was okay. Yeah. The first time I saw the what's, first what's 300 her name? was Just... insane. Lena Headey? No, not Lena Headey. Uh, she was also in Sin City. Crap, I can't think of her name. The one that was just like gratuitously naked. Like Eva Green. Yep. There yeah. We well, she I mean, is. Oh, as the witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's okay. she's really good looking. She's stunning. But at the same time, I'm just sitting. I'm like, I don't, I don't know why you're naked. Like, I don't. Other than to be naked, I don't understand why you're like. Yeah, I really preferred her in the Bond movie that she was in, the Casino Royale, that, where she no, had she the was very good. neck all the way to her belly button. <clears throat> that was she was fantastic. very good in that. No, but I was thinking of like she was in in the second Three Hundred. Yep. She was in the second Sin City. Mm-hmm. She was also in the Golden Compass, oddly enough. And, and she was and there was gratuitous nudity in both, of, and then neither of them. She was in good. She wasn't good in either of those, and those were both Frank Miller's. You so know, is, is does she have seen, a negative? Is I've there a negative seen, relationship between her amount of clothing and how good she is as an actress? I mean, I wouldn't go that far. We could draw a chart of this. We could put it on a marker board. <laughs> First, we need a marker board. I'm pretty sure we can dig one up somewhere. Yeah, probably. Or we can just draw on the wall. We could draw on the wall. There's nothing else there. You guys are going to paint, right? Right. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I'll explain it later. <laughs> why Why are there marker? The marker bleeds through the next coat of paint. Oh. Yeah, I will, I will actually admit, I've never seen the first Sin City. Oh, really? Yeah, it just is one of those things that kind of, again, in college, just kind of I just kind of missed. That's the one that dude is really liked, right? Did he? I think I feel like he, he reviewed he enjoyed that for us it. The blo- on the blog. He, I think he reviewed, or he reviewed the most recent one and then did. No, I reviewed. To the, it. I reviewed the the most recent one. Didn't care much for it. Hmm. Yeah, but he's a big noir fan anyway. So he is. He is. Um, Which I understand. I mean, there's there's some romance to that. That's another subtle genre that I really like. No noir when it's done right is is a fantastic film genre. I. D- Sin City past the first one, I don't know that it really does it right. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, those are good ones. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones that were... Now, here's one that is not actually based on a comic book, and I have thought, literally since I saw it the first time, Sucker Punch. Totally thought that that was based nope. on a comic book. 
feels like it was based on a comic book. It does. Looks like one. Well, and then again, and again that goes back to the Zack Snyder, though, because he did Watchmen and. That's what I was just going to say. It's another Zack Snyder fuck, book. What was the one he did before Watchmen? He did something that was, I want to say, was very much in that same that same genre, that same same feel. He, I, I, I will give him credit that he was like the perfect person for Watchmen. Like, that was a fantastic <clears throat> movie. I haven't seen it in quite know, a lot, while. I don't I know, know walk- that I would go that far. I walked I away it. from it with that sort of weird funk, you know, when you walk away from a really good movie where you're just like, I think I need to chew on this for a while. I remember going to go, go to, to a midnight showing of that, and a guy walked in who looked like Bob Ross and Alan Moore had a kid. He had that, <laughs> he had that, he had that Bob Ross afro and then Alan Moore beard, and I was disturbed. <laughs> Like, I mean, this was six years ago. And I mean, the guy like that image is burned into my brain really clearly. He did Dawn of the Dead. I didn't know that. There was something not long before Watchmen, though. He did Dawn of the Dead. Morrissey? I don't know. No. And then something called a playground. Maybe he was was a writer. Justice League. No, no, it may have been. Tales of the Black Freighter. That's not what you're thinking of. No, that that is related to Watchmen, though. The Tales of the Black Black Freighter. Um, yeah. Oh, is that? Oh, that's the new one. No, that's that's the video short. Right, but that's that's. So, uh, have you read Watchmen? Yes, a long time ago. That's the comic book the kid is reading throughout the throughout Watchmen. Oh. Yeah, that's what that is. Okay. So they decided to make it into a short video. Yeah, because it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't at all included in the in the in the movie. Other than the, I mean, there's like the one or two scenes where the, you see the kid reading the reading how, but they don't go into it. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, Watchmen for for lots I, of loose long. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, there was a lot of actually. If you go back and like and like, they actually for the DVD like cut out some of it. That there's a lot less blue penis. In, I had heard in the that. DVD. I had heard that. So I went. I went and saw it on on opening night. There was there was a ton of blue penis. <laughs> but like I said, you know, given how how highly acclaimed Watchmen is, it 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 it's hard to live up to that. And I think mm-hmm. I think Snyder did, did did an adequate job of filming what was there. I just I don't think I don't think he was able to. And I don't know how much room there is to add anything, but I don't think he added any, added anything of it to to the movie itself. Gotcha. That's a fair assessment. And that actually, and I will say that was actually a really good casting too. Except, I, I was actually less thrilled with um, Maller Ackerman than I think, but like, even she was she was pretty good. Hmm. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, but there's some there's some horror stuff. Uh, oh yeah, that's true. This th- thirty days of night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is Dawn of the Dead actually a um a comic? I know it was after. No, no, it was Dawn of the Dead was. I mean, Dawn of the Dead goes back to the fifties. The original Night of the Living Dead. Was, oh, the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's all that's all that's all that the George Romero zombie films. Um, the original one goes back to the fifties, and then they remade it, remade Night of the Living Dead, I think, in the sixties, and then they started doing the Dawn of the Deads. I find it very interesting that 
there's sort of this back and forth between the comic book industry and the movie industry. So you have these these periods where you make a bunch of movies based on comic books that have existed forever or new comic books, whatever. And then you have other times when a movie did really well and then or show and then it continues on in comics like Buffy the Vampire Slayer has been well, uh, a comic book for you like You know you actually you actually know what that that series. actually goes back to hmm. one of the first ones to one of the first licensed comic books outside of uh, I would say Disney cuz Disney did a lot of like that stuff in like the I think in like the from like the 40s and through the 50s and whatnot mm-hmm. was uh Star Wars Star Wars actually oh, helped save yeah. Marvel at one point that because Stanley got the rights to it and then Star Wars you know blew the fuck up nobody and nobody expected it so, so marvel got the rights for cheap and they put out like a hundred something issues of it nice i did not know that yeah and th- i mean there's, there's, that makes sense th- there's a lot of stuff where like luke is wearing that you know like mustard colored jacket yes. he's wearing at the end yes right so like all the comics have him wearing that stupid jacket because they thought that's what he was gonna be wearing in the next movie no nope never fortunately seen fortunately honestly just terrible fashion taste. Oh, Ugh. yeah. Welcome to the seventies. I think I've got it on my phone. I'll have to post it. one of my favorite memes ever. I've been talking about memes a lot lately. I don't fucking know why. Uh, one of my favorite memes though is it's a picture of like four girls standing around. They're all wearing like j- like vest jackets and like brown boots and whatnot. And it's like, it's Han Solo season because they all look like Han Solo with the vests and everything. It's, <laughs> oh, yeah. Basic I white girl. I love that one. That's funny. That is funny. You know that and then just give them a pumpkin, pumpkin spice latte and they're fine. Done. It's, I mean, yep. yeah. And they'll stand in a circle and then giggle about it for like an hour and a half. That, that's actually kind of what this meme looks like. <laughs> Not I don't see the lattes in their hands, but it's hard to see their hands. So I just assume they're there. As one does. So, so we talked about a lot about um, all the these different movies that, that were made from comics. What comics would you like to see made into movies? Oh, I'm going to steal yours right off the bat. Um, Saga. See, I disagree with you. You don't think Saga would make no, a good movie? Well, absolutely but, but not. But like a, like a Netflix miniseries. No. Like, um, no, I want it to stay in comics. I just don't. I, I am not convinced that you could pull that, that comic off properly on film. As crazy as it is, currently with all the CGI, I mean, they pulled off Lord of the Freaking Rings. Yeah, but see, I don't think it's not a technical a technical issue. I don't think they couldn't physically do it. I just don't think they're going to get the feel and everything, and the flow and the characters right. Interesting. Well, it would be hard to cast the baby. Babies are notoriously hard to cast. Yeah, yeah. Ask uh, ask the cast of Full House about that. Mary Kate and Ashley. You, do you ever hear about how they got why they were cast? No, they were the only two t- two kids that weren't crying during the during the audition. Seriously, and That's then hilarious. and then as soon as they got on set, prompted you just scream their fucking heads off. Of course off. they did. Of course. Well, that's what babies do. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. It was, it was actually bad what enough that apparently the adults on the show tried to get them fired repeatedly for about the first two seasons. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, let me think. Uh, well, Lock and Key is... Okay, here's a weird one. Lock and Key is currently for free on Audible.com. They did an Audible first full cast version of Lock and Key. I have no idea how they're going to pull that off. I'm, I'm, I'm game to try for free. I'm, I'm going to try it. Right. I'll let you guys know what I think. However, 
that could be interesting as a as a movie. No, or, again, could, it goes. To I could series. actually see that. It's, well, and, it's, and, well, it's grounded a little bit more in real world too. That helps. It is. There's not so many fantastic um, sort of. Oh, I, and I think I think being I think given who's written it, and and who Joe Hill, Joe Hill, and the, the fact that his father is Stephen King. But then I, Horns did not do that well. Right, like, but, but I watched I, no, the but Horns I, but movie I think, and I wasn't that impressed. Yeah, but a lot of a lot of Stephen King stuff is translated well into shows. I mean, like um, Under the Dome. Yeah. Well, and also even the older stuff like um, The Fog. Which was not that good of a movie, but it creeped me out. Well, it was the spider. Well, I mean, Stephen King's had like a number of really good, good books mm-hmm. that have gone. I mean, yeah. he, he's. Just, I think he's. I think we've gone through a lot of his really good work, you know. But he did it, and we did Christine, and we had yeah. um, The Shining. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. So you know. Well, he's um I mean, he's prolific, and when you're that prolific, not all of it can be the highest quality. Um. I don't think there's ever been a movie of The Stand. Actually, that's what Max, uh, Mad Max Fury Road reminded me most of. I'm watching this and going, wow, this is kind of how I pictured The Stand. Um, with the guy with the radioactive, po- or the um, ra- yeah, radioactive poisoning. With hmm. his skin falling off. Interesting. Yeah. Well, and, you know, like, it's funny, I pose this question again. I'm trying to think of, of, of answers for it myself. And I mean, there's certainly stuff like, out, like in, in the superhero genre that I that I really want to see actually Pax Romana that's what I want to see is like a mini series or a movie but they're well we keep seeing these they're in talks to make it but we haven't had anything confirmed since like that's last true. April um, so there's a, the idea that Stars wants to pick it up I believe also actually his other, one of Hickman's other ones Nightly News I think could, could do really well do you think that it has to do with the writer how well a writer is able to make a story that translates easily I think some writers are just with, inherently better than I others. think it has to do with this story itself I mean there's a couple of ones that like I want like I that are in production that I know that, that I'm, I'm looking forward to see eventually Preacher mm, yep 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 um, although I, I kind of wish that, that, that Showtime had, had been able to pull that off or Showtime or HBO with Kevin Smith because they were going to do an issue by issue basically an issue an episode Oh wow, that would and be that would, cool. Like they're going to do it on AMC, and I think AMC will do a good job. Especially AMC's got had a lot of freedom now, thanks to Walking Dead. And that fits but the think, AMC genre. Like it, that's something that they could do well. Yeah. However, I think, I think they're still going to have to tone Preacher back a little bit. Well, and because, it's also the rise and fall of each episode is going to be based on commercials instead of being commercial free. I think there's a different flavor to shows that don't have to cater to the commercials. You know, that's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. I'm trying to get some other ones that. I'm envisioning my bookshelf here. Um, some that, well, I want a Hellboy three. Actually, I'm with Ron. Hellboy would be fun. Yeah, it would be fun. Ron Perlman, surprisingly good in that role. One and two. Ron Perlman's just good in a lot of things. Really, his square head really distracts me. Yeah, but he's still really good. You know what? You know a movie he's not good in the season of the witch with Nicolas Cage. (laughs) Have you seen that one? Is that based on a comic book? I don't know. Uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff that, that Ron Perlman's not he's in a fuck ton of stuff. Well, he's also in that show about the Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, yeah. the ones about the motorcycle guys. Yeah, that that doesn't help me. Yeah. Um, but no, I really I really liked him in Hellboy. I like this. I actually I like the both both one and two, and I would love to see a Hellboy three. Yeah. Um, I'm still drawing a blank on some of the other good stuff I'd like to see. 
I mean, a lot of the stuff, a lot of the stuff I, I, I like actually has made it its way. Or to be honest, I read a lot of superhero stuff. Yeah. Oh, actually, there was one I started reading. I'm only like halfway through the first issue, and I really want to see this on a on a screen. It's called um, Autumn Land's Tooth and Claw. Hmm. And it's like a like a fantasy setting with with an, but with um, anthropomorphic animals. It just looks really really cool. What about um, East of West? Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Again, again, Jonathan Hickman. That, see, I just, I really, where... I just really love Jonathan Hickman. So yes. I, mean, I think that's part yes. of it. So, I recently discovered that my, although I love Jonathan Hickman, my very favorite comic book writer is Mark Miller. Mark Millar. 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 Really? Yes. Hang on, hang on. Out of, out, out, except for MPH, what else have you read? Old Man Logan. Um. Shoot, I just read something else the other day, and I was I, I read through the whole thing, and then have realized you read, it was written by him. Have you read Kickass? Yeah. You've watched it. Have you read it? Yeah. Well, I read some of it. Okay. Um. What else? I, I read something he's just an, the other day, and I went. An interesting. I'm one. reading through it, and I'm like, wow, I really like this. He's gotten and better. Sure enough, it's him. He's got. He's gotten. He's not very prolific, but. He's more prolific than you think. He has. He actually has like the Malar verse, like his own kind of like. It, they're not necessarily well connected, but they're like. It, 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 there's like a um like a, a bunch of series of comics that he's done for mm. i cannot remember the imprint now no it's vertigo? I, I keep wanting to say vertigo but I, i'm almost certain it's not vertigo i'll have to look it up but there was one um nemesis was one mm-hmm. and it, it, it's a bunch of the, a bunch of those my, my, my problem is they all start feeling like kick-ass they're all that kind of over-the-top violence and I just get um, I get a little tired of it. That's fair. I like the dialogue. And I like the I like the role and flow of the story. However, with advisement, I might wait a little longer before I declare him my very favorite then. And just see if there's other stuff I that mean, I don't like by him. But it's consistently, if I'm reading a story and I look at it and I'm like, oh hey, I really like this. It turns out to use often, not usually often be him. Um, but I do is, like Joe is, Hill which too. Which is funny because he doesn't write a whole lot. He, I mean, he's like he's written more than you think, but he hasn't written a whole lot. He used to he used to be terrible at making deadlines. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, he's also struggles with some health issues. Quite a few actually, which is um, why he the MPH took so long to get out. Actually, have you ever read Civil War? Marvel. Yes. No. That's Mark Millar. Which okay. is why that which is why Civil War took so fucking long to finish. <laughs> that was um. I should read it then. Yeah, that's actually uh, Chris Powers. He um. He and, I, he and I have talked about the um, the Abnett Landing run of Guardians of the Galaxy, which is fantastic. Yep. And and he basically said that like the Abnett Landing run is what got him through the gaps in Civil War, <laughs> like like the, the the delays in Civil War. It's it's funny because comic book fans have done this to themselves. When I first got into comics, books were constantly late. I mean, fucking late all the damn time. Just pissed off comic fans so bad. And shockingly, the publishers got the hint because they don't usually get the hint. <laughs> I mean, we were being kind of blunt, so that might have had something to do with it. But but they got the hint. Now we've gotten to the point where certain books fucking double ship. Not only are they on time, they're coming out twice as fast. <laughs> that wreaks I, havoc on your pull. It wreaks havoc on my fucking wallet. Yes, that's what I mean. <laughs> And all new, and if all new X Men weren't so goddamn good, it wouldn't be a problem. 
So they're calling it. That comes out like the book was coming out like every 15 minutes. <laughs> no, it's seriously, seriously, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we are comic fans that we did. We did that to ourselves. <laughs> well, I mean, it doesn't sound like a terrible problem to have. But is it an expensive problem? It's an expensive problem. Yes. I think I think Marvel's actually moving away from that now that we're doing they're jumping into the Good. Uh, to all the all new, all different. Yeah. Which is a terrible name, by the way. I just I just need to put it out there. All new, all different Marvel. Oh my god. No, no, no. That's better than DCUYOU. That's what DC was calling their relaunch after convergence. Are you serious? What so, is wrong? Yes. I can't make up shit that bad. <laughs> that is terrible. I'm not that brilliant and or stupid at the same time. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, that's that's what they were calling it. It's it's it was fuck awful. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways. So so we, we we've been talking for a while. What Tracy, what have uh what have you been into lately except for the 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 massive stuff we've just talked about? Uh so um Really, that's kind of what I've been doing. I, I finished Dar- the first season of Daredevil and then got excited because in my head, the next season was coming out in like a month. No, no it's like... It's t- not till April. So that sucks because... Um, Have they actually posted the date for it yet? No, they just said that it will come out in the, in spring, probably around April like okay. it did this year. I am looking forward um, to Jessica Jones. Have you seen some of the trailers for that? Yes. I love the... Um, also... I don't give it the um, bad reputation one is fun. Yes. But my favorite one is when she reaches up and just crushes the alarm clock. Because I want to do that every fucking morning. Yes. That's a pipe dream. That's a good pipe dream. Um, I saw the trailer for the new Sherlock. Oh, yes. Give it to me. Give it to me now. Watson has the curly mustache. Holmes is back to his normal, like, annoyingly sneaky self. I love it. I love it so much. Nice. I've... I think I told you that I was reading Bizarro. I gave up. I told you to give it up. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to give those comics away. Um, and then I'm sort of slowly getting into the new, like, Secret Wars. Well, I mean, I read Secret Wars, but um, I'm sort of reading all of the tie-ins and stuff like that. So there's I actually good, need to go down tie-ins. to comics. Huh? There's some good tie-ins. Yeah, there are. There are. So um, that's kind of... And then I'm still working on this book um, by way of deception, which is this about the the creation of a Mossad officer based on, and it's the direct memoir of a guy that actually was a Mossad officer. It's quite interesting. Um, all, all the stuff that you see in spy movies, and you're like, nah, nobody actually does that. Mossad apparently did. They're fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, they are nuts. It's crazy, but it's a lot of fun to read. It's very dramatic. So, yeah. Um, let's see what I've been doing. Still watching Heroes. We're coming through almost through the, almost through the first season. Uh, so it's getting it's starting it's starting to pick up pick up even more. Let's see, uh, I've been trying to grind through more back comics. I've actually been reading a lot of the Star Wars comics. Those have been really good. Excellent. I've, I've actually really enjoyed those, They've especially really up, especially are, the Darth Vader. Are you reading the new stuff that's like prepping for the new movie or all of it? Like all the all the stuff that Marvel's putting out right now. Nice. Um, it's all been really good lately. Um, I read actually. This is probably going to be. This will probably have been the Saturday review since we're recording Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, the podcast always comes out Tuesday, so there's a Saturday review in there. What will probably be the Saturday review is um, the new Doctor Strange book. Excellent. That very was, nice. That was very, very good. Very um, nice. One of my favorite artists on it, too, which helps, is Chris Bacalow. 
I think sometime this month, um, the new Vision book that Tom King is writing for Marvel's uh, All New, All Different. I think comes... it's November. Is it November? I thought it was the end of October. Either way. Because because issue two is in the December previews. So I think it's I think it's a November. Okay. Okay. Either way. Spoilers, guys. Apparently, he has a new, brand new Android family, wife and twin girls. Um, I'm excited. I mean, that's not really, that's on one of the covers. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I mean, he said it in interviews, but I just, yeah. if, if somebody really didn't want to know anything about it, then. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see that. Um, I've also got his um, his run on Omega Men. Yes. That I need to catch up on. I got yes. the issue five just came out. That actually was one that, that just got saved from cancellation. Yeah. Um, um, so he's doing Omega Men. He's doing The Vision. He is doing um, this new miniseries from Vertigo called um, The Sheriff of Babylon. He's doing... There's something else in there. Grayson. Grayson still. Um, he's, is he doing anything else for DC? I think he's doing something else well, for he's DC had, he's had He's had some 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 like one-off. Like he he yeah. did an annual of Teen Titans. He did an annual of... Oh crap, something else. I can't remember. I'm, I'm drawing a blank off the top of my head. Um, he did. He had done a couple of issues of Nightwing before. Yep, yep, yep. Before that, before that became transitioned into Grayson. Basically, the man is a beast, and he's I mean, so good at what he does. I mean, so good. Yeah, I mean, thankfully, he's, he's a writer. It's a, it's easier for writers to to do that. Artists artists really have a struggle. It's a tough to, time. Yeah. Well, there's just so much. Right. It's kind of like the podcast. Like I'm your editor, but you do the podcast editing, and I feel bad. Well, the podcast is a little brutal, but <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the heroes. Um, if you guys haven't seen it and you haven't read the review, my review of The Martian, absolutely 100. percent Get the fuck out of your seat and go see it right now. Drop what you're doing, whatever you're doing. It's not important. <laughs> Children, I don't give a shit. Go see the movie. It's it's spectacular. Um, Becky and I went and saw it, and um, I've heard that p- people think it's based on a true story. People, it's not based on a true well, story. Well, people are morons. I mean, <laughs> we have never been to Mars as a human race. We've never been. No, this is not a true story. I mean, I have, I have, like people believe that's a true story, and they don't believe we landed on the fucking moon. <laughs> that's a very good point. That's a very good point. Are these the same people? I well, I would assume not. <laughs> I would assume not. If they are, God, I want to meet these people. <laughs> if you are a person who thinks we haven't been to the moon, but thinks we have been to Mars, please email me. Yes, do that. I or leave to, a comment. I, I want Anything. to talk to you. I'm going to call you a moron, but I want to talk to you. <laughs> I'll be polite. I'll call you a moron to your face. <laughs> Let's see what else is there. Martian. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the that's the big stuff. So, I, so as a side note for the for the Martian, so Becky and I went to a theater um, near the house, and it's the it's one I had gone to. I've been going to for a long time. Like it's the, it's the closest house to the closest movie theater to the house, mm-hmm. and it's 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 a pretty nice theater. You know, they opened a a newer nicer theater, not not too far away. So business had kind of gone down for a while. So we hadn't gone to this one in a while. Uh, and we, we went to the theater and it was like, like we did, I didn't buy tickets online because I, I, I expect this place to not be really crowded. And for some reason, Fandango was being twitchy on my phone. And, and, and 
now I understand why after the fact. But we get there and like this we wanted to go to the six thirty showing. Two seats left and they were in the in the front row. I was like, no, I'm not gonna fucking do that. Yeah. So then we go, all right, well there's a showing an hour later. Like, all right, well so we'll we'll go to that one. So we get we get the tickets and like, all right, well you have to pick your seats. And I was like, What do you mean to pick my seats? I'm coming to the theater all the time. I'm pick my fucking seats. Like, why the hell do I have to res- pick my seats? You know, so I'm like, all right, fine. So there's there's two in the back row. I'm like, all right, that's fine, whatever. I pick the seats. We go, we get dinner, we come back, go into the theater, and I I find out why we picked our seats. They have remodeled the entire interior of the theater, and it is now all like leather reclining. Oh, kind of like the cafe bistro or whatever it's called. Cinebistro. Cinebistro, similar to that, but the seats actually recline. <gasps> like and like oh, have a footrest awesome. that comes out. That's awesome. Mind you, I had just eaten a giant thing of pasta. So I'm like, oh good. I'm I'm done. Like I'm gonna take a nap during this movie now. <laughs> but um, you didn't? I did fuck now. No, I did not. But it was one of those like, holy shit. So That's awesome. Yeah, it's I'm assuming business will tick back up as soon as people realize I mean, that that's the thing. Yeah. Well, like a friend of mine had also gone not that long ago and like he, he ended up being in one of the smaller theaters and like he went to go do it on like went to reserve tickets online and he's like, like he ended up calling the theater. Cause he's like, I think there's a problem with, with, with the system. Cause it's showing like six rows in the theater and they're like, Nope. He's like, okay. And yeah, it's, it's really, really nice. Comfortable. That's awesome. Yeah. So one of the big, so when I went to see I was, Avatar, I, I ended up sitting next to an ethnic couple who sneezed on me several times. And so I appreciate some distance. Probably still better me. than Avatar. I loved Avatar. Ugh, I no. really liked that movie. I, yes. Okay. No. It's sort of a blue Ferengoli, but I actually really liked that movie. <laughs> Not in 3D though. I hate 3D. But yeah. So, so I, I am f- for, for that level of, of, of luxury, comfort, whatever. I'm okay with reserving seats. I was just, I was on like a yes. you can, like began I was on a massive tear about why the fuck am I reserving a seat? <laughs> like I know this theater, like it's not that nice a theater. Why the fuck am I reserving a seat? And now I know why because they re- remodeled the whole damn the whole damn place. That's awesome. All right, guys. So if you like what we do, make sure you head on over to thereforeigeek.com. Check out our blog posts and our podcasts. You can follow us on Facebook. On Twitter and on Instagram. Yep. Tracy, you can follow on inst- on Twitter at Mary Eyes. I'm mm-hmm. drawing blanks on all kinds of shit here. And if you like this podcast and you would like to find this podcast and other podcasts like it, you can follow us on... You can subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher. God damn. <laughs> and also, at both of those places, you can leave us a review, preferably five stars. Tell us what you liked about it. Um, and what you would like to hear in future podcasts as well. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> so once again, I'm Andrew. And I'm Tracy. And you've been listening to Therefore I Geek. <laughs>